Hi everybody, and welcome to the Poo Crew, two guys with IBS talking BS, so... Yup. Yeah, newsflash, if... Be prepared to be surprised, we still have IBS. <laughs> if you somehow showed up here thinking that, hey, I bet I bet they're gonna get rid of their IBS, no. Does... I'm not sure... IBS doesn't have a cure. To my knowledge, it doesn't. There, I mean, there's plenty of like ways to treat it to like treat the symptoms, but I think you have it if you have it. Yeah. If anyone out there has recently been diagnosed with IBS and doesn't know that, I I think that's it for life. But didn't we talk about this in the first episode that nobody like a lot of people don't really get diagnosed with IBS? Yeah. You just kind of get like I'm not I'm not diagnosed technically. I mean, I've talked to a specialist who's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. No, we've talked about this, how, like, essentially it's just like, nope, you have it. <laughs> it's like, but you didn't do any yeah. tests. I could, but I know you have it. <laughs> um, yeah, because it's, it's a pretty common condition, isn't it? I would say so. With at, with the average diet, especially in America, it's pretty common. Um, yeah, we're all a bunch of fat slobs here. <laughs> uh, I pooped today and yesterday, but they were not... I pooped... I had a I I had to wake up to poop this morning. I was sitting in bed. I was like, I can sleep for another like half hour or so, and then all of a sudden, I just heard I I just felt it, just felt it in my gut. It's like, oh nope, you're awake now because it's pooping time. <laughs> Me pooping two days in a row can be rare, uh, but they weren't enjoyable. They were just kind of constipated, which isn't fun. But oh well. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I mentioned this in the last episode or not, but uh, apparently pooping three to four times a day is not that abnormal. Yeah, it's more. I think it's more abnormal to poop like once every two days or once every three days. Because I, I always thought, I always thought it was a once a day thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's your daily constitutional. <laughs> you ever heard that term? No, I can't say. Uh, I have. It's a it's a it's a really old fashioned way of saying your daily shit. <laughs> uh, I think I I had to have uh, you ever heard uh, dropping the kids off at the pool? <laughs> no, but I think I is it anything close to taking the Browns to the Super Bowl? <laughs> That's a good one. Which has never happened in real life, by the way. <laughs> That's the it's a double joke. Um, yeah, yeah, because the Browns never go to the Super Bowl. Poor Browns. Let's see. Uh, anyway, uh, what are we talking about this week, David? This week is my week to bring something to the table, and this week we're talking about Digimon. And great. Um, it's not even that we're really talking about them, because I could talk about loving Digimon all I want. Uh, here, we'll start with a quick conversation about the fact that if you haven't watched the third series of Digimon, you should go out and watch the third series of Digimon, because it's, it's, oh, it's so good. Anyways, uh, that's just something I have to put out there every time I have a uh, soapbox for it. What we will actually be doing today is, um, and you can play along at home if you want, if you've got Google or a phone, but um, I'm going to be sending Griffin... Uh, near first stages of digimon evolutions and then the yeah because here's here's the thing we should establish this up front i know 
literally nothing about Digimon. Mm -hmm. I know the name Digimon. I know it's similar to Pokemon, but that is about it. I could not name you a Digimon. Um, and I'm just going to be showing Griffin, like, early staged uh, Digimon. I almost said Pokemon. Early staged Digimon, essentially second or third stage. And then I'm going to be showing him uh, them after they evolve all the way. <laughs> and I'm just oh, going to be getting... So is the, is the idea of this to, like, see if I can figure out what it'll turn into? A little bit, yeah. Or just to okay. shock and awe you. So we're going to start with uh, one of the... Um... Yeah, hold on, I should have my, my Discord open. Uh, also, it's 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 going to be fun to just hear your reaction to the different names. You know every Digimon ends with the uh, the word Mon, right? No, I did not know that. Every Digimon name ends with Mon. That's great. How many Digimon are there? I mean, there's, I mean, freaking hundreds, just like Pokemon. They still make games for Digimon. Do they? Yeah. Okay. Um, they don't put out, like, as many Digimon per thing. Um... Alright, so we got the... Because I know Pokemon like the back of my hand. I could literally name every Pokemon. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Sorry, David just put the first one in the chat, and I'm not entirely sure what it is I'm looking at. So, here we have Gabumon. <laughs> so, it's a unicorn skin monster something or other. Well... Gabumon is one of the and this uh, because the word mon is at the end of every Digimon name. Every Digimon name sounds like gobbledygook. Um, <laughs> I mean, Pokemon sure. names do as well. I yeah, guess. Pokemon names sound like gobbledygook. I'm going to be relating this to Pokemon a lot because mm -hmm. it's the only reference point I have for so, any of this. In the Digimon animation, uh, at least yeah, every kid there's usually a group of kids, and every kid gets one Digimon. Um, just one? Yeah. Oh, it's their man. Digimon partner, and Digimon can talk like humans. They have human-level intelligence. Oh, oh. <laughs> so these are... Oh, okay. They're like your friend. They're like your digital friend. It's a li gotcha. um, You get one. Right. Each Digimon can usually evolve about, like, seven or eight times. Oh, wow. Like, there's usually, like, eight uh, uh, evolutions in a Digimon chain. That's um, wild. But uh, this is... So wait, what stage is this one at? This would be the third stage of this, guys. Okay. Uh, and this is called... That's called Rookie, I believe. Um, it's it's the one that in the animation, they just kind of chill at this stage. And when they go up, uh, Digimon, after they've used up energy digivolving up, they then digivolve back. They they go back. Oh, so they're not so they're not in a permanent not like Pokemon. They... Not like Pokemon. Oh, okay. And then do they do they keep their same name when they evolve, or does the name change? Name changes. Um, name does change. Okay. So um, uh, this guy is one of the uh, in the first an Digimon animation. Gabumon is one of uh, the kids' uh, digital partners. Um, okay, so this is probably a very popular one. He's a main character, mainstay, yeah. Um, and you know, like I said, this is kind of the this is kind of the form that this guy always comes back to. His final form, after combining with another uh, friend of his, uh, uh, he, uh, I mean, he better be some fucking massive crazy beast. This is uh, Omega Mon. <laughs> okay, it's a giant mech. 
<laughs> it's a giant mech. All right. It's a, it kind of looks like a Gundam a little bit. Yeah. In fact, it's in fact, yeah, it looks exactly like a Gundam. In fact, Bandai, the people that make Gundam kits actually did put out a Gundam kit of uh, Omega Mon. Wow. Wait, oh. who who makes Digimon? Uh, Toei Animation and Bandai. Oh, so ba- Bandai publishes the games? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Interesting. That, uh, so he combines with, um, the, 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 like, kind of the, kind of the Pikachu of Digimon is Agumon, because okay. Agumon is the, uh, is the main character's digital partner in the first series. Of course. He's a dinosaur. <laughs> what kind of dinosaur? An orange dinosaur. <laughs> I like orange dinosaurs. Yeah, let me see if I can pr- quickly bring up a picture of Agumon. But, like, what species of dinosaur is it? Is it a oh, T-Rex? T-Rex. Is it T-Rex. A... Oh, okay. And, uh... Let's see. I didn't realize how little, uh... information we were dealing with here. Uh, what do you mean? How, how little knowledge of Digimon you had. None. Absolutely You not. weren't in the country for any of the Digimon craze. No, I wasn't, actually. When when Because it was the early 2000s when Digimon was pop, was at its most popular, was it not? Yeah. Yeah, that's, I was living in... Aw. That's Agumon. He, he kind of looks... He, he looks a little bit like a mutated Charmander. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but no, yeah, I was living in France when the Digimon craze happened. And I didn't even get into Pokemon until, like, middle school, maybe even early high school. Um, I was late to the party on that. So I kind of took one look at Digimon and said, no thanks, I got Pokemon now. I don't need another one of you. By the way, there's three evolutions between Gabumon and uh, Omegamon. <laughs> so, the, like, this is, like, his okay. seventh form. Digimon's right. insane. Right, I don't accept it. I... I don't expect him to go from this first picture here to a Gundam. He goes, he goes that, uh, everyone has questioned why does Gabumon look like a lizard? A, because his next form is a wolf. He, go, he turns into a wolf to a... I mean, there's, there's that one, uh, that, there's the fucking Oshawott in Pokemon who starts out as an otter and then becomes a fucking, like, sea lion and by the end... <laughs> So and everyone was like, "What the fuck? That's not an otter at all." That was very Digimon of them. Let's let's go to let's go to Geomon. This is Geomon. He's wait, is that an evolved form of the guy I just saw? No, that's not. This is from this is from the third. These are two. Com- these are two different dudes. Completely different Digimon. <laughs> oh, okay. However, they, they looked like they could be part of the same evolution chain. They're supposed to mirror each other because this is the. Series three main characters. Uh, every series of every season of Digimon, air quotes season, is yeah. is a new group of kids who get digital partners. It ain't like Ash. It ain't. We don't. It ain't like Ash. You know what? I'm good with that. I <laughs> I, I never liked Ash. You kind of get a new group of kids every season. Although by season they mean series because every season has like two seasons in it. It's a whole thing. Um. <laughs> But anyways, this is series three. Uh, this is the main character's guy. Anyways, Giyomon, 
you should all watch series three of Digimon with Geomon and Keep Ta- plugging it. Takato. It's literally so good because the first two were just made like as like Saturday morning kid shows. And then like for the series three, they brought in like a famous like anime director to direct it. Mm. And he based like the whole thing off his childhood hometown and what it's like to deal with depression. <laughs> Wow. And it's like, That's everyone wild. was like, what the hell? <laughs> Digimon was just a Saturday morning cartoon for kids, like, one year ago. And now, like, there's a literal character in that series that has to deal with the death of their digital partner and has to go through depression. Yeah. <laughs> like, to come... That's, that's pretty wild. And it, like, co- go... I don't know. Digimon's insane. Anyways, uh, where do you so think... like... Where do you think Geomon ends up? <laughs> I mean, it... It looks like it's going to evolve into a Charizard knockoff. Okay, well... But, based on the last one you showed me that turned into a fucking Gundam by the end, I have no fucking clue. Well, this is Gallantmon. <laughs> oh, good, it's another Gundam. <laughs> Gundam with wings. <laughs> yeah, it's got crazy angel wings and a sword and... What is that, a spear? Mm-hmm. I think this is Gallantmon's second form, because you got Geomon... Uh, uh, Growlmon, War Growlmon, Gallantmon, and then this guy. So that's yeah. Uh, you'd, you'd think you'd think them all being named Mon would make the names easier to remember, <laughs> but it really doesn't. That's because you got weird crap like Geomon evolving into uh uh Growlmon, and it's just... no, it just kind of p- pushes them all together. I love Digimon with a passion, but um, I know you do. I've a- okay. So for the next one, I've actually brought the full evolutionary line for you because it's insane. So here, um, here we have. Let's see, where is it? Do-do-do-do. I believe this one's name is Gilmon. J I L. Or G I L. Oh, it's a pu- It's like a puppy. Yeah. So what do you it kinda think? Kind of looks like it. Kind of looks like Pikachu as a dog. You're right. So what do you think it turns into next? Not its final form. What do you think it turns into next? Well, let's see. I mean, history has told me so far that it's going to turn into a Gundam eventually. (laughs) That's not a bad guess. So let's just cut to the chase, why don't we? Show me the Gundam. (laughs) Show me the Gundam. Alright, well this is what it turns into next. This is Gatomon. Oh, now, okay, so now it's a cat. So it went from dog to cat. Yeah. It, it, yeah, now it's a cat. Alright, so where do you think the cat goes from I have from nothing there? to add to that. Where do you think the... Um, okay, uh, I think it's gonna turn into a bear next. Into a bear? Alright, here's where it goes next. Nope, it's a, what the fuck? <laughs> it's, this is Angelwoman. Oh, my brain... <laughs> <laughs> oh my head hurt for a second for a split second i thought it was another gundam <laughs> and you were like god damn it i got gundamed again but that is that is i would not call that a gundam i don't even know how to describe what i'm looking at this is uh this is angel woman it i mean it looks like an anime angel woman that's, I mean, that's a pretty apt description right there. That's yeah. So I'm, I'm getting the feeling, uh, I'm getting the message that Digimon seem to be able to be a lot more human-like than Pokemon. Yes, very much so. And to the point where po- Angelomon is just kind of a human, huh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, she looks like 
Well, she looks like a human with a bunch of wings. Yeah. Um, alright, so, uh, here's the final test. Where do you think Angel Woman goes after that? Wait, that's not the final form? No, that's only form... Let's see. (laughs) That's that's form five. So we got, I think, one more. Um, well, it's gotta be a Gundam next. Alright, so this is Holy Holy Dramon. Nope, it's a... Okay, so it went... Hold on, let's... This is all one evolutionary chain. Yes. So we went from cute little puppy to a uh, weird bipedal kit kitty mm-hmm. to crazy angel woman to a dragon? Yeah. A pink, a pink dragon? Uh, yes. Holy Dramon. They also like, they really like playing with the Mon at the end. Like, like, Angel Woman, like, saying, like, woman, woman instead of woman. Oh, I didn't even, I didn't even pick up on that. Um, uh, but, yeah, it's, and, I mean, she's very powerful, but yes, it goes from, from dog to cat to woman to dragon. This is ridiculous. So, uh, I, I immediately understand now why... Pokemon is more mainstream. <laughs> Listen, like this is definitely way more out there. This is like it would not appeal in the same way to the masses like Pokemon does. It makes a lot of sense why Pokemon's mainstream and Digimon has an intense cult following. Like both will do, yeah. Both will never die for that exact reason. Like because Digimon people who go to Digimon are people who are like, yeah, I'm down to get crazy. I'm down to get weird with it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty wild. Um you don't even you don't even like know. Like this is some like this is some like base level shit. Um I know nothing. Another thing is the fact that Digimon don't have uh singular evolution lines. Oh, they they split. They split and collide. It's like, what do you mean collide? I mean that some things like, um... Oh, my head hurts. You know how I've been kind of starting you out from, like, the third evolution? That's... Yeah. That's because a lot of Digimon evolved from the, like, the first form of all Digimon. There's, like, five. And from there, they split out into everything. There's, like, five Digimon base forms, and then they split out into, like, all the different options. I see. And because of that, Digimon lines are, evolution lines are actually a, mo- a lot more like actual evolution. Yeah, because what happens in Pokemon isn't really evolution. It's, it's, it's really just metamorphosis into a stronger species, basically. It's more like in, Digimon is more like five, if there were like five different Eevees that all kind of split off into, uh, like into seven breaks. Instead of one break. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, here we have, uh, let's see, this is Palmon. Okay, that's a Pikachu knockoff. <laughs> that, you know what's funny? That still looks like a be- a better Pikachu knockoff than most of the P- Pikachu knockoffs that Pokemon has put out. <laughs> Yeah. Because you know they do that every generation. It's like, alright, we need obligatory Pikachu clone that's probably gonna suck. Um, 
And that one looks like it could easily be one. Of, what what's this thing's name again? Palmon. P A L. Palmon. Yeah. No, oh, wait. Sorry, Padomon. Palmon's a different Pad- one. Okay, Padomon. Like Padawan. <laughs> I wish. Is it is it training to become a Jedi? Well, it's training to um, become this. What do you think it's going to become? I don't know because usually when there's a Pikachu clone, they don't evolve. They just stay a shitty little Pikachu clone. So let's say I'm just gonna keep guessing Gundam. And this is this is Angemon. <laughs> All right, you know what? Close enough. <laughs> it's another angel. Um, hold on. Yeah, I'm, I this whole like them turning into basically humans thing is throwing me for a loop. All right, so we got. I guess I, I thought that here. Let's get you into the weirdness of Digimon. Alright. So this um, is... We've already gone far down the rabbit hole. No, we haven't. This is a Numamon. Ah, okay. It's just... That's... <laughs> that's just... Gr- that's just Grimer. It's just a green poo-poo. Um, it's just a green version of Grimer, and it has teeth? Why does it have teeth? I don't like the fact that it has teeth. Um... It can digi- Don't worry, it'll turn into a Gundam at the end. Well, okay, so it digivolves into this guy, or it can. Um, <laughs> um it's like I, I feel like Digimon the designs of Digimon seem to be a lot more like anime centric. Yes, definitely. Than uh than Pokemon does. The uh However, it doesn't have to. It can also digivolve if we keep going down the line. Um, it can eventually uh, evolve into a holy Numamon. Uh, um, which uh, looks like this. Or some, uh, platinum Numamon. There we go. <laughs> it's just the slug thing, but with wings and in platinum. Okay, so, okay, so in conclusion, everything in Digimon turns into either... An angel or a Gundam? Well, hold on. I gotta show... You have yet You have yet to show me a final form that isn't one of those two things. Okay, well, okay, so you know that yellow thing I sent you? I can't remember the name of. I think it's like, uh... I don't know. Wait, which yellow thing? The yellow poopy. Oh. Yeah. Okay, well that turns into, uh, this guy. This is Edamon. That's is, why <laughs> is a monkey. Why does it? Why does it? It doesn't look like a monkey. It looks like a human wearing a monkey costume. Yeah, he's one of the. He's one of the villains of the. He's a villain of a whole like arc. Really, this is the, the <laughs> Edamon. Yeah. All right. And he talks like Elvis. Uh, of course he does. Edamon and his dark network. Yeah. <laughs> um, he evolves. That's pretty good. That's pretty good, Elvis. He evolves it into Silver Monkey. <laughs> um. Alright. <laughs> what are the. Do you know what those. What the writing on his chest means? I do not. Digimon's not about understanding it. Okay. Why does he have sunglasses? Like, what does he need sunglasses for? What do either of these things need sunglasses for? Wait, 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 wait. So th- this this monkey and stone monkey dude thing both evolved from the yellow blob? Yeah. 
And then, uh, and then now what am I looking at? Now that's... you're looking at King Edamon. <laughs> and that's the fun. Yeah, he's definitely dressed royally. What is he, what is that in his hand? It's like a, like a power sphere or something. It's like an attack. Oh, okay. Wait, do, okay, hold on. Before we go any further, I have two questions. Yes. How are Digimon, so like, Pokemon are kept in Pokeballs. Mm-hmm. What are Digimon kept in? They're or not. Are they just... They're not. They just. They're just out all the time. Yeah. Well, it's more like the humans are kept in something because in most seasons of Digimon, the humans go to the digital world, and the kind of the Digimon oh. help them survive there. Oh. Most humans in Digimon don't know Digimon exist. It's kind of like our world, and then a bunch of kids fall into the digital world. So it's not. So it's like it's like a secret thing. Yeah. It's kind of like our world, and then a bunch of kids fall into the digital world, and they have to survive oh, there with the help of their digital okay. friends. Okay, so it's not like we're in a fantasy world where mm-hmm. they just exist and just are part of the world. Yeah. Um. Another, ex- okay. except for season three, again, bringing it up again, series three, what happens in that one is that one actually literally takes place in our world because the show of Digimon exists in that world. And then Digimon... Oh, they're going meta. And then Digimon escape from the digital world in that world to our world. And then they have to... It's really funny. There's a lot of episodes where they just have to fucking hide dinosaurs in the goddamn park because no... because That's like... That's like the plot of, like, the Sonic X cartoon. A little bit. (laughs) You ever seen that? A little bit, yeah. Where, like, Sonic the Hedgehog and his friends get pulled into human world. Uh Uh-huh. And they're like, what the fuck? A talking hedgehog. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Um. So, like, okay, here's my other question. Um, do Digimon have, like, I guess, types? Yes. Like Pokemon do? or, Or its own equivalent of that? There's like, there's like a types for, except there's a types for your attacks, and then there's types for your Digimon, and those are separate, separate. That's, I mean, that's the same as it is in Pokemon. Yeah, it's, um, however, there's like three, there's like three types for Digimon themselves, which are like data, virus, and, um, one other. It's like base or something. I can't. Okay. And then other than that. Right, because they're all, they're all digital. Yeah. And then other than that, um, there's like elemental attacks, I believe. Um. Right. And And I assume it's all the like classic elemental things. Fire, ice, water. Uh Uh-huh. Wind. Lightning. Lightning. Yeah, that kind of stuff. If I uh, rock another weird thing about it is there's not a standard to Digimon games like there is Pokemon games. Like what do you what do you mean? Like uh, there's like there's never been like a standard game format like there is in Pokemon where you have like six Pokemon in your uh roster. Like the mo- right the most popular one of recently was Digimon Cyber Sleuth, where you're a teenager. In mo- in modern day Japan, solving mysteries online, and you have three Digimon partners, but also like one of the first uh, Digimon series of games was called Digital Worlds, and in that I think you had one Digimon partner, and you were going around helping out other Digimon, and sometimes they would join. So you. there's so there's no set formula. Yeah, for, for Digimon for the di- games. For the games, 
It's just kind of a yeah. it's just kind of a set formula for the show. And the show now, they don't wait. Did the what what came first, the show or the games? Uh Digimon was originally like kind of like a kind of supposed to be like a um Tamagotchi for boys. Where you where you kinda air quotes for boys, where you like raised it and then could fight each other's Digimon with like the you know what a Tamagotchi is, right? No, I actually don't. <laughs> I I was trying not to say anything, but no, I don't know what a Tamagotchi is. <laughs> I'm sorry. What is a Tamagotchi? It's so fascinating that like okay, so I am everyone at home, I am a, about a year older than Griffin. Um and it's fascinating not 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 even. Not like, even, but like like 9 months or something. It's fascinating what 9 months and living consistently in America will like do to change like your understanding of of a yeah, culture. Yeah, like this this I mean my parents didn't even like let me get into Pokemon when I was young. This I had to find that shit on my own later. This is a Tamagotchi. Um, oh, okay, I do I do know what mm-hmm. those are. Well, Digimon originally started kind of like one of these things, but it was uh you could fight with like your friends and like raise it to okay. fight. So it was sort of a game first. Yeah, and then it became a then it became a TV show when Pokemon really took off. Um, right, because Pokemon was always like Pokemon has always been like video game first. I think so. Yeah. Oh well. Yes. Yes. No. Um, it was always originally a video game. What trading I was... cards and uh, the show came after. There's some debate on which came first between Digimon and Pokemon, but it. Um... Yeah, I was gonna say who technically ripped off who. There's been some debate, and it's often come down to like the idea that it's kind of like a GoBots uh, slash Transformers situation, where technically they were just kind of developed by two companies at the same time because it was a good idea to sell for kit to kids, and they were like, ah, crap. <laughs> when they both... so it's just so it's just two two companies had the exact same idea at. More or less the same. A very thing. similar idea, yeah. Obviously, obviously, you can tell there's, unlike GoBots and Transformers, there's actually reasonably enough difference for kids to actually kind of like both. Where, like, if you don't mind, like, if you're playing a Game Boy game of Pokemon and, like, you're carrying around, like, your Tamagotchi of your Digimon at school, like, you could kind of, if you were a rich kid, you could get both and, like, kind of be interested in both. <laughs> um. Mm. I was not a rich kid. I didn't have a Pokemon game until, like, third grade, and I never had a Digimon Tamagotchi thing. Um, I, I My first Pokemon game was in middle school. It was black and white. My first was, um, was Leaf Green. I always... Yeah, I th- even though I loved... It's probably a lot of people's firsts. Even though I loved Digimon, um, Pokemon was still probably the place I focused more. I would say Digimon has yeah. a more interesting television show than, or at least for the first seasons. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say something controversial here. I'm not a huge fan of the Pokemon anime. It's, I mean, it's great for if you're a kid and you like it, but like a lot yeah, of the like, time I've I'd, considered it boring. <laughs> yeah, maybe if I had watched it as a kid, I might feel differently 
but I didn't. And yeah, it is just kind of boring a lot of the time. I watched it a lot as a kid, and every time I watched it, it came on, I kind of just hoped that um, I loved it as like a little kid. When I say I lo- I adored it when I was like five and six. When I was watching right. it when I was like nine or ten, I kind of just was hoping that every time that it came on that there would be an episode where one of Ash's Pokemon evolved so that I could see a Pokemon evolve on screen. And if that didn't happen, the episode always left me unsatisfied. <laughs> I just, I, I I think part of the problem was I was never invested in any of the human characters. I like... Like, I, I don't really like Ash. Not a big fan of Misty. Brock's okay. I like Brock. Everybody likes Brock. <laughs> Everybody likes Brock. Everybody likes Brock. Um, <laughs> I don't love Team Rocket. I love Team Rocket. I know a lot of people love them. I'm just like, eh, these are stupid. <laughs> Actually, and the show, I will say this. I am going off of what I watched when I was 10, 11, 12. I have checked in on some of the more recent episodes. They give all the characters a lot more character, and there's a lot more comedy writing put into that show uh, as of late. And cur- wait, current Pokemon? Current Pokemon uh, anime series has, I think, from what I've heard, gotten better. Um, I know I saw a bit, a good bit of it when it was in the like Gen Five days, and that was actually a pretty good it, uh, show because that was right. That was after Brock was gone. Mm-hmm. I know there's apparently like a whole. What's that Pokemon that tries to look like Pikachu but is a ghost type? Mimikyu. It's like a. I love Mimikyu. I know there's like a whole plot that people were like posting a, about a lot about online where Jesse from Team Rocket got a Mimikyu. And like uh, the her, the Mimikyu she got like tore its po- its Pikachu suit, and she was like, oh. "This is like before, I think she, from context alone I'm getting this." But she's like, "It's before she got it." She's like, uh, "The Mimikyu's sad," so she like takes up it's like she takes its uh Pikachu cloak and it's like, "I don't get it, but I'll sew this for you if you want." And she like sews it for because it's all wow. torn up, and it's like really sweet. That's wild. Um, well, isn't that, well, that's one of the reasons Mimikyu is so popular is because of the, the, like, creepypasta-esque mystery of, like, what is it underneath Yeah, but it's also so Pikachu cute. Outfit. It's also so cute. It is. It wants to be it Pikachu. It is. It's the perfect combination of cute and terrifying. It wants to be Pikachu because everyone loves Pikachu and it wants everyone to love it. <laughs> I like, I like Mimikyu more than Pikachu. Yeah, you gotta love Mimikyu. I was always, you know what? I was one of those people... And still I'm one of those people who's like, man, why don't you just evolve it into a Raichu? <laughs> Come on, Ash. <laughs> I know Pikachu's like the mascot of Pokemon, but I I like I always liked Raichu. There is better. one I- episode where he does evolve it into a Raichu and it uses so much energy that it evolves back. Are you kidding? No, it's like in the first That's not how that works! It's like in the first season of Pokemon. That's disappointing. <laughs> they literally pulled a Digimon in Pokemon. I I I wanted him to stay a Raichu. He he evolves it to fight another Raichu, and then he wins, and then it uh, and then uh, he used up like so much energy that he evolves back. Yeah, because Raichu's awesome. <laughs> what about that Raichu that surfs on its own tail? I love that Raichu. That one's pretty good. That one has a has a crazy, insane. Uh, ability where if because in gen 7 they introduced like different types of terrain to pokemon Mm -hmm. 
the whole like grassy terrain, psychic terrain. So if you have electric terrain up, that version of Raichu gets a speed, its speed doubled. It's already not like the slowest Pokemon, so. Yeah, it's already a really fast Pokemon, but you, it's basically like Sand Rush or Swift Swim, but with electric terrain. Huh. It's pretty wild. Well, that is about. I, I just wanted to blow your mind with Digimon this time around. That's all I got for you. That was that was it. You definitely blew my mind because, again, knowing zero things about Digimon, I always assumed it was just like an inferior knockoff of Pokemon. No, it's shit's crazy. But I now see, like, okay, there is a there is a sort of separate appeal to this the- because they don't just stay looking like pokemon clones they this is very much like this is very much its own thing this is very much um and you know it didn't actually take long for it to get like that either it's not like they watched pokemon and were like ah crap we need to make something different here out of what we have now like this was like uh showing up like pretty early on this crazy shit I, i oh i believe it so Pokemon definitely upped the crazy as it went on. When I mean, a lot of like the fucking Ultra Beasts, those all look like they could easily be Digimon. I remember when Mega Evolutions first came out, everyone was saying like, "What's this Digimon shit?" <laughs> I wasn't a big fan of Mega Evolutions, mostly because like, I don't know, I didn't. They they kind of just gave it to Pokemon who are already really strong to begin with for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, I I'm one I prefer the the Dynamax and G Max stuff they introduced in Gen Eight, which is I'm just, probably in the minority that, but I love I love Kaiju Pokemon. That's kind of it's kind of just Mega Evolutions but big. <laughs> yeah, and I I like that bet. Well, and the mechanics are slightly different. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I I like that better. That's fair. Um, <laughs> well, I don't know. I just I just think it's more fun to see crazy giant Pokemon that's just fucking wailing on on each other. <laughs> oh, so, uh, um, I, I I guess I agree. I mean, there wasn't really. The worst one was the super moves one. <laughs> oh, the the Z moves. The Z moves. Z moves. That that one was not good. I mean, it was that, coo- that just it, it, they should have started with it because it was cool enough. But like, <laughs> well, it felt like a straight step back from Megas. Yeah, because like I I we had just done gotten done with Megas and everyone was like, oh, what are the Mega evolutions they're going to introduce in this game? And they just didn't do it at all, and they introduced. Like, look at these cool moves. And everyone yeah. was like, oh. It's, I, I, I was not big into that. I also, I think the other reason I wasn't big into Megas is because I, I didn't, I wasn't a big fan of Gen 6, mm. like a lot of people. Um, I had fun with Gen 6. I like, I don't know, I liked the new Pokemon from 6th Gen, but I didn't really like the games. I think that's fair. It's kind of vanilla. And then Gen 7, I kind of had the opposite reaction, where I actually really liked the game and the setting, um, but I, I think the Pokemon themselves and the new mechanics were kind of weak. I, uh, I like, <sighs> yes and so That no. was the one where they got rid of gym leaders. That's also the one with Decidueye, or the... It is also the one with Decidueye, who is maybe my favorite starter in all of Pokemon. <laughs> 
Um, Don't get me wrong. Like every every generation of Pokemon has great Pokemon in it. But um, that one just really just spoke to you. Which one, Decidueye? Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I just I wasn't particularly interested in the other two at first. And then when I saw it gained uh, ghost type, ghost as a subtype, I was like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> I was, I was like, yes, please. And it's like a Robin Hood type bird. I, I was, I really like, I'm super into Decidueye. I did really like the, um, the water starter in that one, though. I really liked, um, Primarina, Primarina, if I'm being honest. I like Primarina. Primarina grew up both uh, both Primarina and Incineroar. I didn't like at first, but they grew on me. Mm-hmm. I, I actually just I actually just finished training a level one hundred Incineroar in uh, Sword and Shield. I like the and f- it is Fire Bunny in Sword and Shield. <laughs> oh, I hate that fucking bunny. I love that bunny. Um, I hate that bunny. <laughs> I. At, and I remember, I remember people saying at the time that that bunny just looked like a Digimon, and it does. <laughs> now that you've seen Digimon, you're like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. If if you showed me, if like before Gen Eight of Pokemon had had come out, you had just shown me a picture of Cinderace and told me it was a Digimon, I'd have believed it. <laughs> um, I I was just not into the bunny at all. I, l- I didn't. I didn't really like the Inteleon either. I really just like Big Gorilla. <laughs> I liked Cinderace a lot, but you know what you gonna do? Well, it makes sense because you like Digimon. That's true. Uh, all right. So, all right. Is that? Do we have any more Digimon things? No, that's that... it. That's the. That's all the right. One. You know what? You've given me an interesting crash course into what this wild, wild world is. This wild, wild west. All yes. Right. If nothing else, you've you've uh, convinced me that it is not just a Pokemon clone. Yes. Then that uh, that's uh, all I need because to that's do what I fan. because that's what I grew up thinking. That's because nobody I knew played Digimon. That's all I need to do as a fan. All right. So now that we're done talking about Digimon, I'm gonna hand the reins over to my good friend, both of our uh, good friends, your former roommate, and your future roommate. My, yeah, my future roommate, future roommate. Uh, our good um, friend Gib is going to talk to us about um, a a group that was very important to him uh, when he was young. Take it away, Gib. Hi, I'm Gib Christensen. You may have seen, heard, tasted, or sensed me in a horrifying nightmare at one point, but right now I'm here to talk about something really specific that I really enjoy. The sketch troupe, The Kids in the Hall. Uh, a Canadian group that started around the 80s and ended their TV show in the mid-90s. I feel like they just had such a bigger impact on me than shows like SNL. While there are, you know, specific sketches of mine in SNL that are my favorites, and I could probably connect some dots of their own stuff to mine, uh, Kids and All just had a larger impact on me. Their interests aligned more with mine. Uh, I liked their just you know consistent cast, so you knew what they brought to the table, and they had a chemistry already. And other reasons that I'm going to go into instead of just rambling them. Uh, to start off, the cast is Bruce McCulloch, Scott Thompson, Mark McKinney, Kevin McDonald, and Dave Foley, who've all gone on to do a lot of stuff these days and get you know pretty famous. Like a few of them are in the movie Sky High. But anyway. 
One reason I really liked them is their long sketches actually went somewhere. They were interesting to follow. Uh, a lot of longer SNL sketches are long just because they need to stretch for time. They need to fill that hour, hour and a half time slot. But with Kids in the Hall's long sketches, it just felt like going down a crazy weird rabbit hole. And just like, where the hell are you going with this premise? It wasn't like truly bonkers all the time, like intense shit like Eric Andre. I don't mean that kind of like randomness to it, but just, uh, I don't know. The the way they all start off really feels kind of like a mystery. Uh, for example, I really like the sketch Kidnapped starring Scott Thompson. It's about a man who finds out he's been kidnapped via the newspaper. He hasn't even really been kidnapped. He's just going to work. But a newsboy hands him a paper with his face on the cover that just says, like, businessman kidnapped. And so he just keeps following these various newspapers that are just predicting his life. He reads that there's a ransom on him. He gets the money. He reads where the meeting with the guy is going to take place. He goes. He makes the whole trade-off. It's bonkers. And I, if I remember correctly, which doesn't really sound like I know the sketch all too well, but I swear I watched it yesterday, uh, he just he succeeds. He gives the money. He goes back to work. It's just an odd little thing. And then also, I like their really specific sketches about like musicians. Uh, and again, catering to their own interests instead of just like focus grouping what the kids are talking about these days. For instance, they have a sketch about a guy who wants to buy a Greatest Hits album from The Doors, and the guy at the record shop is just furious about it. He's obsessed over it. You have to listen to it in the right track order, and, like, that's not how you should get into The Doors. Like, clearly, like, if that was pitched in a lot of shows today, somebody would probably be like, that's not Fortnite. The kids don't know what that is, and just trash it. There's another... Uh, sketch also musically related about just every rock band's bass player and how he's like not getting invited to all the parties and uh, it's just yeah really specific uh, also punk as fuck their openly gay member Scott Thompson made a sketch entirely about how he had he was trying to find the right outfit so that he could go outside and not have the dumbass paper boy yell slurs at him and just crazy for the time as he starts out in just like a really over the top outfit with like pointy boots almost like a jester and all that but by the end he's straight up dressed like a grizzly bear and claws the kid in the face great ending to a sketch I gotta say uh, they also had these really weird monologue sketches where one of the cast members would have some kind of character in mind and would just talk directly to the camera as them Instead of interacting with other characters, they just would tell the audience about like their daily life or a specific story for a couple minutes. And I feel like it's hard to make that interesting. It really shows confidence in their characters as well as their ability to each work on their own on occasion. Uh, for instance, there is the sketch Bank People starring Bruce McCulloch where it's just this super bitter, still you know young in their prime person who's just so pissed off at the fact that he works at the bank. Uh, I have five seconds left. Anyway, goodbye. Thank you for listening. 
I love hearing smart people talk about things that they're very knowledgeable about, and that's like what that recording. Oh yeah, you can you can tell from second one that like he like this is his area of expertise. He knows what the fuck he's talking about, and we all have that area. For you, it's Transformers. For me, it's uh, Star Wars and Bionicle and. It's just fun to hear someone like, you know, just went... go off about something that they clearly know a lot, a lot about. You know, I went to film school for four years, but I'm sorry to say that, yep, it's still, it's still Transformers. Whatever, <laughs> I, I spent four years being uh, told how to better appreciate theater, and it's still fucking Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it... Uh, anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, but I think we are going to mention so, that... So I didn't know Kids in the Hall at all before listening to this. Um, I'm not super well-versed in sketch comedy. I've seen a fair share of SNL, and that's kind of it. Um, it just wasn't something I was heavily exposed to growing up. But I, I will say, I do know... Well, to me, I'll always remember Kevin McDonald as uh, the youth pastor from that 70s show... And as the voice of Pleakley in Lilo and Stitch. Kevin McDonald is everywhere. Like, he's like... He is. He was also in Sky High. Yeah, along with Dave Foley, who's also part of Kids in the Hall. Um, I know a little bit of Kids right. in the Hall, but still not nearly enough. Um, like, I've seen, like, a sketch or two. Um, but, yeah, no, they're great. Um, and... I'm gonna take a quick look at stuff that Kevin McDonald has been in. He's been in a lot of random stuff. He's one of those he's one of those actors where like a bunch of people probably don't know his name, but they've all seen him somewhere. In fact, I, I had to double check when I was looking it up to make sure it was him, because when Gibb mentioned Kevin McDonald, I was like, wait, I know that name. Where why do I know that name? And I looked him up and I'm like, oh, it's it's that guy. Yep, he was in Invader Zim. He was in Cat Scratch. That 70s show, like you already mentioned. Uh, he's in fucking everything. He does a lot of voice acting. Oh, he's in Galaxy he does Quest. Do, yeah, he does. Johnny Bravo. Wait, who was he in Galaxy Quest? Was he one of the alien dudes? I think so. Oh, that... He's Kevin McDonald's very good at playing an alien. Oh, he's an amphibia. Cool. Um. Anyways, um, I think we. Yeah. Anyways, not to not to just talk about Kevin McDonald. I mean, we could just talk about Donald, but uh, yeah. we could. But there, there, there were other things that I know we wanted to mention. Um, um, I feel like we all have something like the kids in the hall where how the kids in the hall was to give where we all have something that like um we all have something that like wasn't popular culture or at least to the culture we were in um that like crafted us right. and no one else around us would like be able to talk about it in the schoolyard when we were in like middle school <laughs> yeah i for me it was stuff like uh the McKenzie brothers and and the movie Strange Brew, which was for me too, because I saw though... that as a kid. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? Oh, I saw that too as a kid. Strange Brew. Oh, did you... well? Damn it! Why didn't we know each other when we were when we were kids? Um, and then also, even though even though Mash was really popular when it was on, um, you know it it ended like 
decades before I was even born. Mm-hmm. So, like, no one, gro- even though I watched a lot of MASH as a kid, nobody else knew what it was uh, when I was growing up on the schoolyard, as we say. <laughs> um, weirdly enough... I also went to French school, so a lot of the kids didn't even know what anything American was. <laughs> weirdly enough... Um, even though we just talked about it, Digimon was a little bit like that for me, cause, just because no one at school talked about Digimon. Uh, but regardless, that's not quite correct, because it was still popular in culture as we were kids. Just no one around me knew about it. For me, it was more like, I think, kind of like adult movies that my parents watched around me. Like stuff like The Imposters, Big Night, Mackenzie Brothers. <laughs> um, yeah, I... I, I think the equivalent for me with Digimon would have been Bionicle. Because um, Bionicle was certainly popular when we were kids, but no nobody I knew at school was into it like me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, that is and, kind of a lie, and, uh, actually, on my part, because Jesse, one of my close friends and current roommate, Jesse Pollock, uh, who wrote our theme song, was also into Digimon at the time, so I guess I'm just a big, fat liar. Um <laughs> oh well that well is that what you and jesse bonded over as children we bonded over the tv show teen titans <laughs> oh that's a good show i i haven't seen enough of it i need to see more of it the first time i met jesse was and became friends with him we were on the playground and a lot of his friends um in second grade had just moved away and a lot of my friends in second grade had just moved away so he was alone on the playground. I walked up to him and I asked him if he wanted if he watched Teen Titans and if we wanted to play superheroes. And I was like pretending to be like this ninja guy, and he was pretending to be a giant blob monster. Oh, that's that's cool. See, I would have been that friend who was moving away in second grade because <laughs> I moved around a lot as a kid. So it's it's actually wild to me to like have a friend that you've known since second grade. Well, that's the thing. Me and Jesse literally lived in Arlington from the like day we were born to like, we left for college. So like, yeah, like I think of every single person I was friends with in second grade. I never spoke to them again after maybe like fifth grade. I have two friends that I made in second grade that I still talk to at least like once or twice a week now. (laughs) That's Ian and Jesse. Wow. That's that. That's incredible to me. (laughs) And then my friend Jamal, who was in the last episode, I believe, uh, I've known since I was... Well, we just went to the same church since we were born, because our parents attended the same church, and we just... Right, you've known Jamal forever. Literally, like, since we were technically in the uh, nursery at our church, like, from six months old at the same time, and we just that's crazy talking. So... That's that's absolutely wild. (laughs) Um, Anyway, we're we're getting off topic. Um, But, like... Yeah, that, I mean, I think we all have that thing that, like, really, like, no one else is going to get, except, like, maybe our parents. <laughs> yeah. Um, because... And then that's kind of, like, I think, at least for you and me, that was kind of the important thing of, of going off to college, is that, you know, because we went to an art school, mm-hmm. so you were kind of finding all the other people who, who didn't who might who were in who were into those things for instance you and i both watched strange brew when we were in like middle school or even earlier <laughs> yeah exactly and, and i love that movie that's such a great movie um and and i've never seen kids in the hall but no doubt since gibbs gonna be my roommate i probably will end up watching <laughs> yeah. kids in the hall and based on his description it sounds i mean it sounds fantastic yeah, you're excited 
I, I actually am. Um, and it almost, like, I thought about, like, do I want to look up any clips of Kids in the Hall so I have a reference point before we film this? And I decided I didn't because I want... You just want Gib to show you. I want it the first time that I see it that it, it Gib show it to me That's directly. Um, and then I'll show him, like, MASH or something. All right, everybody. All right. Oh, you. how about you do the sign-off because I just did the... Oh, I can do the sign-off. It doesn't matter. He's been David Thorpe. I have been Griffin McCorkle. You can find this podcast uh, wherever you get your podcast. No, it's McElroy. What? <laughs> no, not this joke. I'm so tired of this joke. You're tired of it. I'm the one who's tired of it. You're the one who makes it. You're the it. one who always makes it. No, you make it whenever I say Griffin McElroy. You say it's McCorkle. And I this time I flipped the script. Yeah, because I'm tired of you mispronouncing my name. I am not one of the McElroy brothers. <laughs> I don't even spell Griffin the same way that he does. Um. <laughs> well, that's Griffin McElroy. I've been David Thorpe, no! everybody. You all have a great day. Stop it! <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna stop recording. <laughs> Oh, wait, no, we gotta plug stuff. Hold on. Wait, hold on. That's Griffin McCorkle. Do you have anything you want to plug, Griffin? Not anymore. <laughs> Go check out Are Your Parents Proud of You on, on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Uh, and go check out uh, Robots into Guys. Oh yeah, there, I'm throwing you a bone, David. You're throwing me a bone. You're <laughs> you're plugging my stuff before I can. Also, check out Hate No Eight. Um, yeah, a podcast by our friend Jamal. Um. Yeah, that's that's about so, it. Oh. Yeah, another big thanks to Jesse for supplying our theme music. Thank you, Boss Jesse on SoundCloud. So thank you. Thank so you, much. Boss Jesse. All right. Um. All right. I think that was it. What an what a sign off. Oh, it's perfect. All right. All right. Good. I'm done. Good, Goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. <laughs>